So we're we're a Christian um, group of guys, and we're all followers of Christ. And I do want to talk a little bit about this. And I look up, and he's trying to click the camera on, and I go 72 yards. My strategy was completely different. I east got in these areas, and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. These smaller bucks start hitting it, and then the older age class deer start hitting it. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want to admit, just I, because of the more pressure. I 100% agree. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> Elevated sets are great. Um, different cameras respond different to them because what a lot of people don't understand is it's not a uh, motion sensor that set these cameras off. Wrap it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bowhunting Podcast. We got the old cameras running today, so if you're <laughs> yeah. uh, watching on YouTube for the first time in a while, you're uh, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Now I got to remember to look up. Actually, <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't used the cameras in a minute, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna be running, and Cromer's getting uh, recorded on the Zoom as my mic is just falling <laughs> off the table. Dang it! Did it last? Well, it last did time it last too. time? I pulled on well, it. Well, Matt's like, fixing that. This is episode number one hundred. Um, <laughs> It's not going to be number 100, but with all of our bonus episodes, it is our 100th podcast that we have launched. So, again, guys, we really appreciate that. It's, you know, that's a big step. Yeah, that's a big milestone. It's a lot of dedication. So, I mean, you know, I'm proud of all of us for sticking around and and doing the podcast and definitely proud of all of our listeners for making it possible because without a following, this would be pointless. It'd just be a bunch of idiots talking to a microphone (laughs) ourselves. Well, it kind of kind of is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just one smart guy's doing it from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So let's get into our ad reads before we get into the podcast. Um, I'm gonna spice it up. I'll do Premiere this week. Uh, so you guys know that we've been partnered with Premiere for uh, years. I mean, since since we started this gig, and uh, nothing but good things to say about them. Uh, locally owned business. Um, all the guys at Premiere just top notch um all the employees not not including excuse me all the employees in general not just john is what i'm trying to say <laughs> not including <laughs> sorry but uh, only the owner yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah we love the guys um if you guys are looking to get a new pack for elk season if you're looking to get boots if you're looking to get some calls if you're looking to get whatever in like preparation for turkey season mm-hmm. etc they've got it all right now i know the elk stuff the turkey stuff will be rolling in very shortly get on that that stuff sells quick um i know in the last podcast we mentioned some boots uh if you're looking to get a high-end pair of boots grab them now break them in and uh, if you guys want to use our code at checkout, it will get you 10% off, which is born again 2024. And that excludes firearms, Matthews bows, anything on sale, and thermal items. Yeah, so Kudu, Kudu Point Broadheads, we've been shooting those for a few years now. Um, they have taken down a <coughs> lot of deer for us, a lot of deer. Um, some groundhogs have definitely eaten yeah. the dirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they are super sharp. Uh, one thing we love is, is it's not the, you know, $150 for three, yep. uh, but it's also not the $30 for six. Yep. It's a great middle ground and you get a great product. Um, and they're super sharp out of the box. I know that I have 
two that I've set aside that I practice with before season, and I've probably shot them, well, I, who knows how many times into a block target, and I'm, honestly, I could shoot a deer with them right now. Yeah, They hold their edge extremely well. So if you guys are looking to try something else out, uh, it's a single bevel broadhead. They do have 100, 100 125, 150 grain, um, but uh, BB24 will get you... 12%, 12% off yeah. checkout. So check them out. And doing Wise Eye this week. Um, Wise Eye tech game cameras. Which is fitting. It's, it is. I was hoping Jerry wouldn't take it. I got my yeah, Wise Eye shirt I, on. I didn't even think that. Good thing. Uh, yeah. So we've been running Wise Eye for a long time now, and we've had, you know, next to no issues with them. They're coming out with some really cool features on the software updates coming up. Um, they told us a little bit about it, but yeah. not, not, everything in detail um you know it's this company is really good for software updates and firmware updates where you don't have to buy another camera that you can just do a, a free app um download of the software or the cameras do it remotely and you don't have to buy another camera for a new feature um it's just amazing stuff so if you'd like to uh, upgrade your camera arsenal um and save a little bit of money while you do it our uh, promo code is born again and it is 10% off at checkout. Yep, all lowercase. All lowercase, all one word. And I kind of want to I kind of want to echo on what you said there Kev about the cameras. I don't think a lot of people realize that and it's not something that we've pushed because not saying that you're like knocking other brands, but I'll be honest about it. The owners of WiseEye physically told us that every camera company out there could also be doing the same thing that they yeah. are doing. Mm-hmm. And they choose not to because they want their quote-unquote customers to buy another camera. And to be honest, I didn't know. Like, yeah. if if somebody would say, oh, if this camera has video mode and this camera has X, Y, and Z, well, I got to buy that camera. Yeah. You know, the owners of Wise, I were like, no, you don't have to do that. You can send a firmware or a new software package to that camera and... It can it can have whatever features you want it to have. Yeah, yeah. it can have video mode. Yeah. It can, yeah, which I think is that. just awesome because as much as we preach about how well their cameras run and perform for us, it's the customer service, and that's why they do it. It's mm-hmm. it's they're they are a customer based software company that happen to make cameras, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, it yeah. is. It's amazing. So check them out, guys, because they are the best. They're the best. They're the best. Now we got old Chrome's chilling in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Am I doing an ad read or? No, no we're just. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on you. You are the ad read, Chromer. <laughs> yeah, I will be the ad read uh, for Third Axis Designs. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Come on, um, give it gonna, to us. It's going to be. I know it's going to be an archery based podcast, and if you're local to the area, you need some new strings put on. Um, you could be in my basement with me and we could put strings on your bow. We'll tune it. Um, <laughs> just message the page and, uh, I, I promise my basement's safe. Uh, I, it's, it's well, it's well lit and I can't say it's clean, but it's not also dirty. So, um, a little cluttered, it's a little bit cluttered it's right just now. The 3D boys. Printers is the problem. Just 3d printers thrown all over the place. Uh, I got some laundry down here and, um, yeah, so I just got a chest freezer down here. So if you want to come check out my basement, get a hold of me. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. In all seriousness, no, though. No, seriously, I will yeah. actually tune your bow correctly. Why don't you, why not, don't you, uh, give, give the listeners some options of what you'd be off. What would you offer people? Sure. So, 
um, through my website, Third Axis Designs. My website URL is 3axd.com. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, there's um, options for, I sell uh, rogue bow strings. I'm a dealer for them. Uh, we can get your, we can get some brand new strings ordered for you and, and for any bow. And then I've got all the means down in my basement. I've got the press, all the press accessories. Uh, we'll swap your strings out for you. We'll go through form technique. I'll make, I'll show you what I do to get your bow tuned. Um, I give you, uh, what I do is I show you what goes on behind the counter at a bow right. shop. So when you're standing at the counter and you're wondering what the heck are those guys doing back there messing with my stuff, I actually will show you and you can ask all the questions you want. Um, everybody that's, everybody that sits in on it, they seem to enjoy it. And, um, you can see the details behind how I set bows up and it's really not hard, but it's also important to know what you're doing, um, for your safety and for you to shoot better. Um, so yeah, I honestly, last year, I bet you I restrung or tuned, uh, 50 plus bows last year in my basement, maybe more than that, honestly, probably closer to 75. Um, and so it's been, it's been good for me, but yeah, I don't want to ramble too much. And then also if you own a Matthews bow, I do make side plates, um, get rid of your trash stocker for Matthews. Uh, I make side plates that are the best. Everybody here runs them. Um, and then also if you have a Kafaru quiver, please go to Kafaru's website and buy an arrow divider because that helps me out as well. Cromer's the I man make child. Yeah. That's I have awesome. a child to feed. So Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, just got another order from those guys today, so things are moving. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so it's um, been, here I'll show you guys. Cromer, while you're grabbing so, that, now go ahead. You go ahead if you got it already. Hey, there if you, you are. think I'm a liar, there you go. There's all my there's some of the blanks that I that I have. So yeah, that's yeah. it for me. So um, that's but all. but. If somebody already had a string of quality, or say it's newer, you also do tuning, you know, like all that stuff as well. They don't have to buy a string yeah. off of you, correct? No. Yep. No, they can come out. We can. I actually just did lessons um, Sunday morning. So if you want lessons, you want to get your bow just checked to make sure everything's done correctly. Um, if you left the shop yeah. feeling a little wheezy, like I don't know if this is right and my bow's not shooting good, yeah, come on just, over. You got an issue and you're like, I can't figure this out. Anything. Yeah, so, your, your broadhead's hitting eight inches to the left <laughs> to your yeah, field points. Um, right. Probably something out of whack. We'll so. hook you up. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say we. Cromer will hook you up. I'll just sit there <laughs> and watch if we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we, I've got prices on my website, too, for bow tunes and stuff. Yeah. So. And then also, if you guys want to just message the page, we can we can uh, yeah, we'll hook it up. Obviously, Cromer has access to the page, and he can uh, he can answer any questions or anything about that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my ad read. We'll, we'll personal, but that's what it is, boys. No, no, we appreciate you getting on tonight, Crumbs. I know that life's a little hectic right now, and uh, a little bit. Appreciate yeah. appreciate you spending at least a half hour with us tonight. Oh yeah, but yeah, we got some cool. questions. Well, we want to get into those. You want to save? Jerry, you want to save them to the end, or do you think we should do them first? Yeah, well, let's do them at the end. Yeah, I think Jerry needs to get. Are they his. relevant? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll save them to the end. But we do have a, a, a listener. Uh, Voice actually, now. we have two, and one of them we're going to play this week, and then the next one we're going to play next week. Yeah. But uh, Jerry, Jerry's been biting at the yeah, end. Yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I got something. I want to. I want to hear this answer. I want to hear what this is going to go on live. 
<laughs> so, okay, Chrome. So, wait, hold on. Can we all answer at once, or is it Cromer answering? No, I mean, I'm going to ask Cromer, but I know that you guys are going to chime in. So. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Okay, what do you, honestly, what do you think about guys that take, let's take my boat, for instance, V3X, I've got the 75-pound mods. What do you think about guys twisting cables to make them the poundage a little higher? What do you think? Oh. Mm. Obviously, now obviously, by doing this, you void the warranty, right? Uh, yeah. There's, if they, if, if they, you're if they knew about it, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think um, it's really bad on the bow? How much? Hold on. How much weight are you talking? No, I'm talking. Okay, so I'm talking like, like if five I five pounds. Yeah, if I go up to like eighty or so. Ooh. No, I think you're fine. I really so. So here's the deal. I mean, now this is on uh, now. This see, is this not is, on the, see, this is the thing. Is this like well, this is not on the? I'm not talking about the lifts. But the, I'm not talking about the Matthews lifts. Right. I'm. I'm even maybe even the V3X. Like in the past, like tournament bows and, and older hunting bows, they I, listen. And I don't really know if this is right or wrong. Well, this, this is, is a just thing. This is a thing that I think a lot of people do and don't talk about. But some people I know mm. have made YouTube like there's a lot of guys yeah. that have made YouTube videos. I know, Cromer, you make your point, and then I've got a point. Yeah. Well, uh, is your <laughs> point that Chris B made a bow 100 pounds on YouTube once? Is that well, your point? No, I was just saying that our good buddy Chad Rada, who does stuff mm. that's a little bit crazy, I know he's twisted some cables to get some crazy numbers out of a bow. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, yeah. And he didn't die. And it mm-hmm. shot, so. <laughs> shot well. Yeah, it but, shot good. But, but that was also a target bow. But I'm also not but thinking about a turning bow. a bow up to 100 pounds. I'm talking just mm-hmm. five like. To eight, five to eight pounds additional. Like the only reason that I would buy a lift is so that wait, I wait, could wait, have 80-pound mods. Wait, Cromer, correct me if I'm wrong. Those mods will work mm-hmm. on a V3X no. or a V3. No. Different system. It's a new cam yeah, system. It's, it's new. That's the thing. Brand new cam system. Uh, I thought the mod. I thought the cam was different, but the mod was the same. No, no mods are different too. Really? Yeah, because Aaron mm-hmm. said because now the lifts go from fifty pounds to eighty pounds, and it's eighty or eighty-five percent let off through the whole draw range. Gotcha. So he's like, I'm gonna have so, to have a whole filing cabinet full of. Yeah, because he's like, where am I yeah. gonna put all these extra mods? Because now I have to have it's- all the mods for the last three bows. And then I gotta sure. have all these new mods for the new bow. He better ordered my mod or my mod. <laughs> I ordered a. I told him to get me a seventy, a seventy-five, and an eighty. He better a little bit of twisting in the cable. Cromer, we're gonna find out what it'll do here. Well, in this a is this is the whole reason I wanted to think about this is because I watched a couple YouTube videos last night on stuff that I could find because I'm like the only reason I would buy a lift is honestly to for eighty pounds to get some eighty pound mods and stuff. And I'm like, why, why can't I? use my v3x and if i can talk cromer that's why i'm like cromer's either gonna say it's okay or he's gonna be like you're an idiot well why don't you in in all honesty why don't you sell what you have now for seven hundred bucks what i have now i just love and then get a new one for a couple hundred dollars because i don't wanna I like the one. Oh, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that that's honestly the only reason I like the one I got. Okay, I've got everything on it now, and it's like it's ready to start shooting. And it's like I just I just don't want to switch. Personally, I just, don't know if I would go to 80 just because of like, eh. But I wouldn't be afraid to do like, you know, 77, 78 comfortably. You think two and two and a half pounds would make any difference in speed, though? I mean, Not, much difference. Mm, what if you go to 80 percent let off instead of 85? 
if you went to eighty percent let off, it you'd feel the difference at eighty pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you would. What do you shoot yeah, now? Do you shoot eighty fives or? 80? I think I shoot eighty fives if I remember right. Yeah, most guys shoot the higher percent off. But I know I have like a, I have a limb since Cromer <laughs> had to replace my <laughs> limbs because I cracked that one. Um, mm. Dude, you couldn't. You couldn't bend that limb if you oh, wanted to with anything. Cromer and I talk about that. So I'm all thinking the, like, what, what's five pounds difference? Yeah, you know they got to be tested for you know who knows how much. Well, yeah. So there's like I would. I mean, you're probably right. Uh, people are going to listen to that and they're going to be opinionated on this, and I don't have like a super strong opinion on this. Um, with the, yeah, I mean, to your point, with the lift. If you have 75 pound mods, yeah, you could twist it up and put it to 80 pound mods, or you could you could make right. it 80 pounds by right. twisting because right. because what well, all that's in my opinion, I'm not an engineer, but all that's happening is you're just forcing that limb to bend a little bit more. Right. So with that with the lift, if you had 75 pound mods and you twisted to 80, you'd be fine. Um, on the V3X, like if you had 75 pound mods and you twisted it to 80, you'd probably be fine. Um, I like you said. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. Um, where I usually stop is when you start seeing knots in the string. Mm. So like you can over twist right. the string to where you actually see right. them starting to knot up. I don't. I personally don't like that. That's yeah. where I'll draw the line. Right. Like off tension. Um, you're saying, Cromer, right? Yeah. Like you keep tightening them. Yeah. We're not. not we're not like talking like up. yeah. A the guy bow is under right. tension. We're talking un like unsprung. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you start twisting. A guy talked about. He could, he could see some guys' bows when they twist them. Like it looked like an accordion. The string would start to look really goofy, which is what you yeah. don't want. No, I mean, it's not going to hurt it, but I would imagine that eventually that yeah. that um, string getting tight, like getting tight up and becoming a right. knot. Crummer, what I'll, did you punch? <laughs> <laughs> that's how dry my hands are oh, right now. Oh, my God. I've been using Dawn Deuce soap. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I haven't been using the it's right like, soap to wash Homer's my hands. a little stressed right now, but I didn't <laughs> know he was beating on I just, people. <laughs> I just, I've been punching my door really hard lately. <laughs> I just put some lotion on, actually. Yeah, it looks like I've been beating people up. I should say that. <laughs> yeah, too. looks like you got in a fight. Saying, my hands are dry. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I was in Cleveland today. I just well, yeah. some people. Well, if you're listening to this um, and you have an opinion on this, please send it in because I'm all ears. I think... Yeah, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It really isn't a huge deal. I don't necessarily recommend it. I would agree with like right. you are more than okay making like making a seventy five pound bow or a seventy pound bow seventy two seventy three or if it comes out seventy six seventy seven you're fine. Like it honestly might go back down to the the weight you originally were supposed to within a few yeah. hundred arrows, a couple you know maybe a thousand arrows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not um, that big of a deal, but. Definitely don't twist it. To- don't twist it so much where your strings start knotting up, and then even when the bow is under tension, the strings still have knots right, in them. Right. Um, that's where honestly, I I can't even say it's a safety thing. It just it just bothers me. Just well, I would see say strings it's a like that. <laughs> and listen, before, yeah, I don't know. Before we go any farther, I want to make something very clear. This is just our opinion. Yeah. <laughs> none yeah. of you. None of you people There's listening probably... to this take any of this to heart. You are at your own risk. So this is yeah. just our opinion. And this voids every warranty and yeah. connection that if you, you have with a bow company. <laughs> if you start twisting on strings, you are getting into a can of worms that you have to be 
comfortable with of spilling over. You know, yeah, if you yeah. break your bow, it's on you. Which is also one thing where I was wondering, like, man, why have guy why are guys making YouTube videos on this? Like, but it, until I had yeah. honestly, until I had seen Chris B's video, I didn't even know that that was like, yeah, it's possible. It's like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, I agree with Cromer. Um, five pounds, and I'm probably not gonna. I'm honestly probably not gonna do it. But it was just a thought, like, man, I, I don't really want to waste my time on it, Jerry. To be honest, <laughs> 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 strings on, take your bow back and tell you to go home. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, You're right, because I, I can't. I mean, I can't twist them without you. No. <laughs> I know. I will say one thing. I do know that I listened to a podcast with Andy May when he was talking about his archery setup or whatever, and he likes to twist his strings, but he likes to do it for like feel for some reason. And I'm not sure, sure why he was, you know, getting into this with a hunting bow. But he twists his string, you know, a couple pounds here, a couple pounds there. But he actually, like, uh, during hunting season or while he's shooting, every couple weeks he'll put his bow in a, uh, what do you call that, Cromer, like the poundage thing. I guess he'll just see what, see what, yeah, he'll put it on a scale. And he said that, mm-hmm. like, every couple weeks it'll get lighter and lighter and lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your and strings are stretching. And he'll yeah. have to yeah. go back in there and twist them with some more and then get it back to where he wants and then, you know, a month, that doesn't sound fun if you ask a me. A month from now, he'll have to twist them again, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but to answer your question, Jerry, you can do it. It's not that big of a deal. So, I would just say five pounds is definitely. But I also I would say it's fine. Yeah, I, I would, would say. also say. I mean, what's is there really a speed difference between seventy-five and eighty pounds? I mean, mm-hmm. so really. I, what, I, I'll tell five you five to eight feet per second. Listen, maybe. listen, I got, I got, I got the evidence. So I went from seventy pounds, because everybody knows that I run a little bit heavier of an arrow, like a f- little under six hundred, like five seventy something total weight. Um, I was shooting seventy pounds at twenty eight and a half, and I went to seventy five. Yeah, at twenty eight and a half last year. I remember that when you got. And the only difference that it made was one sight tape number. It's mm-hmm. not like I gained, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have a big jump. It's not. It's not like, and honestly, it like my zero to sixty wasn't really affected that bad. It was that stuff that was like a little bit farther, but like five pounds from zero to sixty, the uh, the average guy is yeah. probably not gonna notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I did have some things where I was like, eh, it's a little high here, a little low there, but I just kind of dealt with it because I didn't want to mess with my sight tape, but. Yeah, five pounds is not. Biggest thing, if you want to shoot a flatter bow, cut your arrow weight. Yeah. 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 Like, shoot something that's yeah. like in the high fours. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that'll get you shooting mm-hmm. a flatter bow. Like, if we go to tack, I'm 100% having... <laughs> you shoot the lightest arrow like possible. a 400 grain yeah. arrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm... Last year, when... Or I shouldn't say last year, two years ago when Chrome's Chad and I went... I was shooting a 570 grain arrow. Them babies were arcing out there <laughs> at 90 yards. It was hitting the target, like yeah. coming, coming down. down. Yeah, Matt's like <laughs> letting go, pulling his binos up, watching the arrow <laughs> pop in. <laughs> like if I go to tack this year, I'm definitely taking like just a fun like yeah. speed setup. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, I get it. But no more drone strikes. Yeah, no more drone strike. We're not dropping bombs <laughs> on them. <laughs> but I was just wondering. I was just wondering if that was actually a sane thing to do or if it was kind of like, hmm, it's kind of dumb. You can do it. Right in the middle. I'm yeah. right in the middle of yeah. both of those. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it just doesn't matter that much. 
if you are if you can live with just shooting the recommended poundage plus or minus a pound yeah. or two, just be just shoot deer. <laughs> right. Just go kill deer. Right. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I do like like what Matt was saying. Like guys that shoot tournament archery, guys that really know their setups better than the average archer, and are they a will bit more do those kind. They'll do those things because yeah. they like the way it feels, and right. it, maybe it feels tighter. Maybe there's a little less let off. Maybe um, they just like that extra, you know, umph in the in the poundage. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, just you got to be pretty particular to know what you want and why do you justify why do you want it. Like that guy had a good reason. He likes the way it feels. Right. To me, that's more of a legitimate reason than saying I want an extra three feet per second out of my bow. Right. <laughs> Right. So yeah, and to clarify before we get off before we get off um, of this topic, we are saying that it's okay to go five pounds. We're not saying that it's okay to take a sixty pound bow and try to get eighty <laughs> yeah. pounds yeah. out of it, like, or even seventy, yeah. even seventy yeah. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was so talking about going that. from seventy five pounds to eighty pounds. I would say honestly, like for my own sanity, like I think five pounds is probably the max that I would do twisting cables. Like that's. And even me, like I don't know if I'd want to do that. Just yeah, really, and you've done, you've done some sketches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah. So but, okay, hey, that was just a archery question that came up to my mind. Yeah, not even a good answer, but you know what, we're talking about. No, it, it was so. a good answer. A- it's a good answer. Yes, it's okay. it's possible. Maybe not the greatest idea. Cromer. Just not, especially not from a boat company standpoint. Yeah. They're they're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, the, <laughs> en- the engineers are like pulling their teeth out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Cromer, I got a kind of like a fun question for you. Um, mm. And obviously, don't mention any names, of course. But what do you feel the number one form issue is um, from the guys that come in and, and see you? Like the average bow hunter comes in, what do you feel the number one like? Oh, this again. Just punching. Just punching. as far as like when they're shoot- when they're shooting, yeah, just punching. So you That's would, just the number one thing. You you would say that over like uh, torquing the riser and all that too. Maybe uh, it's it would go punching then a bow grip would be number two. Just watching people how they grip their bows. Um, it's it's funny that. That just made me start thinking about it. It's some one of the hardest things to do as a, a bow technician or somebody that's trying to help you shoot better is to change somebody's grip because they get so comfortable with the way that they grip the bow. When you try to tell them to have less of their hand on the grip, they there's a little bit of a freak out for the first few shots. And honestly, I don't know when they leave if they even continue to shoot the way that I showed mm-hmm. them. Um, because it's a, it's a, it's, I understand it. It's a scary feeling to want to go from using 90% of your hand to 40% of your hand holding the bow. Um, you know, that's a pretty big difference in feel. And you might even, you know, a lot of guys might even think it's not as stable when they're, when they go to change their grip, when I try to show them how to change their grip. So that would be number two. And, um, you know, and that also, Matt, like you said, that, that plays into riser torque and it plays into the paper tune as well. I was I've just going to say that, like how many yeah, times have you where, go ahead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what happens is they can't get their bow to tear through paper. And I know that everything's set up correctly. I know that if I, I know that if I, uh, I know that if I tune this bow to their torque, it's not going to be correct. 
Um, but uh, on the flip side, as somebody that does the custom bow work, I will tune your bow to your torque. So, like, I could get a bullet hole, and then you get a left hair. Well, I'm going to tune the bow to your left hair, then my bullet hole. So, like, a lot of shops, what they'll do is they'll be like, oh, I got a bull. Like, the guy tuning it says, oh, I got a bullet hole, go home. And then you go shoot it, and it's got an inch and a half left tear. Um, if I can't, if I think that, you know, everything looks pretty decent, that's like not uh, too far out of whack, I will shim your cams. I'll, you know, work with you. We'll make sure that you also, the third thing, Matt, would be facial pressure. We'll make sure that your facial pressure is not um, so bad on the string that you're actually causing um, yeah. your tear through paper to be bad because that's a big thing too is people just like to shove uh, their strings in their face deep just to try to have that solid anchor point, which I respect that. But at the same time, it has to be some balance of like, you know, just touching the tip of your nose, just touching, just really touching your cheek. Um, uh, those three things are like definitely as far as form goes, those are the, usually the first three things that I have to look at to make sure. Um, and then after that is not their fault necessarily, but like draw length and stuff. You can get down yeah. to some yeah. more min- minor details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of the list. I would agree. Now, I think that honestly, those three are the three things that I see even shooting with new people, and it's like, mm-hmm. man, that looks rough. But it's yeah. just it's stuff that's easy to do. Oh, it's so and especially if you go to a shop and like they, you know, they want they spend ten minutes with you. You're like, oh, looks good. Get out of here. Like, yeah. your peep, your peep height could be so far. You could be, you know, you could be looking through your bow sideways, or you could be, you know, the peep could be so high up that your hands not even touching your face. Like, it can be very easy to rush somebody's, um, especially somebody new to archery, to rush their their anchor point to teach them how to anchor correctly, and then they leave a shop and they've, you know, they shoot a lot of arrows with an incorrect anchor point, um, and so you got to fix that too sometimes. And they don't, they don't even know that it's it's wrong. Yeah. You know, because they went to the pro, they went to a pro shop, right? Mm-hmm. So, in your situation, um, do you find yourself tuning that bow to that specific uh, shooter more than you do trying to fix the form? And I'm not saying that to be like quote unquote lazy, but what I'm getting at is, it'd be awfully hard to tell somebody like, "Hey, bud, your form's terrible. Uh, here's the 30 second rundown on how to do it. Now I'll go shoot that way," because bad habits are hard to break. So like, what would you recommend to somebody that may come to you has bad form, but it's been how they have been, excuse me, it's been how they have been shooting their whole life, you know, give them the, yeah, go ahead. I have a threshold. Like I, I have a tolerance for like your form is bad. Like you're not bad. Your form isn't perfect, but it works. And I know that you're not going to listen to me to change. Like it's, it's not bad enough to where like, you know, I say oh, you got to start over. You got we have to restart everything. You know, we need to rechange how you shoot a bow. I don't, I don't do that. Like, um, because most of the time these guys just want to kill deer. They don't have the time, which I now understand not having the time. <laughs> they don't have the time to practice correct form. They don't, have, you know, they don't have time for it. So, I would say honestly, ninety percent of the time, somebody comes in, they seem happy with how things are going. The tear, the tear through paper is not tear, like it's it's tunable. I will honestly, I will never grab the bow from you and and shoot my paper, shoot through paper and tell you that you're wrong. I'll never unless I know that it's bad enough to where I can't fix it. Yeah. If I can't fix it, then yeah, they're like, all right, now okay, I can't like. There's times where there's a uh, 
somebody has a left tear that is so bad through paper that I know it's from facial pressure. I know they're from that's from torquing, and I've already shimmed their cams to the left as far as possible. So if I'm if I'm maxing out the way that a, if I if if an, if an engineer for a bow company has created the cam to shift so far to the left, and it's still not shooting well through paper, then either one your aero spine's incorrect, or two you're shoving the string in your face, or you're torquing the bow. So then then it's like okay, I've done everything I can. Now it comes down to we got to change your arrow. We got to change your um, your form, and then you know that person has work to do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but most of the time, it's not like that. Most of the time, I can right. just shoot a cam mm-hmm. one way, and you. Uh, honestly, I'm not trying to. I will brag, but I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> Cover. Uh, listen, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I if you I you are most likely not going to leave my house without shooting a bullet hole of paper. And I I honestly I surprise myself with how often <laughs> I'm able to get people to shoot bull. Like it's literally. Like I'll spend two hours on your bow until we get it through paper. Just knowing that like I've done everything I can, I've done all the adjustments that I can, and you're gonna leave. I want you to leave happy. I want you to know your bow is gonna shoot well. You know, most shops don't have the time. They just legitimately don't have the. It honestly costs. They're gonna start losing money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. if they if they spend as much time as I do with you trying to get your bow to tune, to, yeah, yeah. and and to go off of that. Um, What's the funny thing about all of this is um, if you talk to somebody that shoots target archery, um, they're they're going to be like, paper is just a starting point. It's so and funny that you say that. I was just about to say that. Like, paper is not Great really, minds think alike. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but so the thing about it is, you know, back into time, how much time you have, um, you know, if you want to be at my house for four hours – we can go out in the yard and we can try to group tune and we can try to, you know, bear shaft tune outside. But, you know, I don't have to, I honestly don't have time for that because it literally would take hours and hours. And that's like, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that you have to show interest in and go do yourself and like learn. And that's the fun part. That's the fun part about archery is, is all the resources we have. Like Jared was just talking about going on YouTube, researching things. You know, and that's what we were going to talk about in this podcast is what to do in the down, what to do in your downtime and in, in this time of year mm-hmm. yeah. when it's not, it's not hunting season. And like, this is the kind of stuff that you want to be, you know, messing with, like start tinkering. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to like, my thought today for this podcast was like, use this, you know, I could just like, Oh, go practice, go practice, you know, make sure you're out practicing in February. It's like, yeah, we want you to do that. But at the same time, if you think that you're, you know, if if your groups are you know pretty good and you feel like you are starting to maybe um, plateau in your shooting abilities as far as your groups go, like you know this is the best groups I've ever shot. I can't seem to get much tighter with my groups at forty or fifty or sixty yards. Then it's and I'm talking like I don't mean like you're shooting basketballs. I mean you're shooting like softballs, baseballs at like fifty, sixty yards, and just in general. Um, you know, maybe it's time to start looking at, uh, look up online page. Pierce is a great uh, person to follow for all the, the tuning tips. Um, there's a lot of anything on YouTube, not, not anything things <laughs> on YouTube. Um, are, are good, I know, uh, um, Tim, Tim Gillingham has a lot of good stuff. Yep. He has good stuff. So yeah, this time of year, you know, take the time to experiment and have fun with it. And, um, also, Want me to cap that? Or what else do you guys want to talk about? No, no, go, go, go for equipment. it. Go for it. So the next thing I was going to say is like, do not like use this time. Use this time of year. It's tape, baby. It's tax return season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so 
skip the buying that new hey, couch for your keep, living room. Keep and talking, go get Combs. yourself a new rest. Keep talking. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like I would say, you know, if you have some extra extra cash because of tax return season, <laughs> if you have, if you wanted to get a new rest, if you wanted to get a new sight, a new bow. <laughs> here's here's Kevy's tax return. Tax return. <laughs> Look at them stage. Hold, let me put my headset on. Pointing into that camera. Hold this. You you yeah. You give it the tour. I gotta put my headset back on. Give it the tour. What, Kevin, dude? Stage. Those look really good. Who Dude, makes those? Kevin? Don't they look sick? The Quattro. Oh, you want? Oh, are those wooden? They are not. No. No, but I it believe is, they, they have that option. Have, they have a wooden feature. These, uh, option, he's yes. got like the carbon ones, and dude, they look so good on they, his body. They, they do coat really them good. to match perfectly. Yeah, or it's like identical. It's it's, it's darn so close. close. It is dirty. You I know knew, what? I knew you said one tax return. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta show him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a I thought you had a poop or something. I know where you were going. <laughs> well, we never know. It could have been a poop. <laughs> That that yeah. So Kevy, he decided to take my advice and <laughs> show the he's camera got some, some new, more some new toys. So Kevy got a new lift, and I'm semi joking. Be responsible, obviously. No, but, no, we're not. Um, we're not. We're not joking. More, Go blow your money on our shit here. You're not gonna live forever. Yeah. So you can't you take hard. the money with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, like if you, but in all seriousness, don't wait until August to go buy your new stuff. If you can hand, if you, if it's within your, you know, reason and budget and you've yeah. got some, you know, you know, you know, now's the time to throw on the rest, throw on the site, you know, and that's what also, that's what puts the fun back into shooting is when you have some new stuff. New, if you, yeah. duh, if you want a new release, if you want to try a back tension, now is the time. Yeah. Now's the time to get that. To get that new thumb release, now's, now's the, the time, time to get to that back tension. Punch yourself in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. For all the dentists out there, I'm I'm here to promote your, your shop. But yeah, because you I'm do. Just kidding. You do not want to be putting new stuff. Not that you don't want. You want to get this stuff start to get dialed now, because you yeah. don't you don't want it to be uh, thirty days before season. And oh, I think That's I'm going to try out some Dude, new stuff. So yeah. stressful. You don't want yeah. that. Do it right it's now. It's very stressful. I've done that yeah, stuff before. Like, and I know Cromer and I both have experienced this. Like, something will break before a tournament, or like something will happen mm -hmm. where, like, you know, stupid, whatever, whatever it may be, something happened, and it is so stressful to try to figure something out yeah. last minute. I can't imagine what. Like some guys just pick up their bow, you know, a week before season, shoot it three times. Oh, good, good, good. to go. Yep. Like, dude, that would stress me out to no end. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, and if you were gonna try to fix and try to work on one of these uh, things that Cromer's talked about in the archery series now, and today, yeah, mm -hmm. you got to start now because it's gonna take you a while to break these habits. Yeah, like a while. Yep. I mean, yeah. don't get frustrated when you go out and shoot for the third time and you can't, it ain't fixed yet because it's probably <clears> not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, heck, you worked hard last year, Kev, mm -hmm. on that getting rid of that punch. Punch. And we know for a fact, because of the video, you, it, <laughs> you it, it sucker punched that moment. thumb trigger yeah. <laughs> on one of your bucks. Mm -hmm. So you didn't fix it. Right. But you've gotten better. Yeah. And and you worked on it for months. Oh, months, yeah, yeah. So it's listen, it's not it, something that's going to change, you know, in a weekend right. or a week's worth of time. I mean, yeah. seriously, go out and shoot now. And, no, and, just and if you don't now. do it now, 
I guess what you ain't you probably ain't gonna do it later. Yeah, if you can help it, don't try to change something during the season or a couple weeks yeah. before no, season. It's, never. it's not a good idea. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And, yeah Carl, and we're not giving and we're not telling these listeners anything groundbreaking. It's right. just you know, it's just, just sometimes you just need like, to hear it. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to preach yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, because it's easy to uh, it's easy to just enjoy St. Patty's Day and. Uh, Drink some eat, green eat, beer. Eat, yeah, <laughs> drink eat, drink shamrock shakes from McDonald's. It's pretty easy to do that <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So, and not shoot your bow. So don't be that guy. <laughs> Another thing, while we're on the like the quote unquote shoot your bow topic, a lot of your local 3D ranges um, here in the next couple mm-hmm. months, they're going to start opening up their range. They're probably going to yep. have some leagues opening up. Yep. So it'd be a great time, you know, if you got some demons that you need to fight. Like Jerry was saying, fight them now for the next couple months, and then when your 3D league opens up, you can jump on that and go spank some, yeah, spank some other people and win some money. You know, seriously, like how fun would that be? And get a, get a bunch of guys yeah. together, and and if you can start now, by the time you get to deer season, deer season opens, you're gonna be a lot more equipped than if you start later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, two years ago when I was shooting <coughs> literally daily. I never felt so confident going into a deer yep. season. Like I'm, I kid you not. I was like, if a deer steps out anywhere from me to eighty yards, I think I can pound it. I I'm think, serious. And I think uh, you have some video proof. Of yeah. That. <laughs> when Seriously. you looked up at me and went seventy three, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no joke. I just, it's up to you, buddy. <laughs> if you if you shoot Boom. enough, and that's the thing is, people hear about people taking shots like that, and they're like, there's no way. I don't know how you could ever do that. Well. The people that take shots like that are shooting yeah. while you're sitting and doing nothing. And then also, you're not just shooting 40 yards. You were practicing 100, 120 yards. And yeah. you're, I mean, you, and it's not like you were just flinging, you were right. hitting paper plates at 100 yards. You yeah. know, like that's pretty impressive yeah. with a hunting range. You just, you got to shoot, shoot, shoot in order to get that confidence up. But, Cromer, anything else that you want to. Like, uh, I don't want to say anything groundbreaking, but like anything else that you want to hit home at work at, just because I know you can't see the board. We're at 44 minutes right now. I want to ask a question if you have, if you don't have anything. I don't know. Go ahead. What is so challenging about tuning the new lifts or I guess more time consuming? What is different? What's different? Yeah. Um, so I've worked on one lift so far and, um, I, I spent, I usually can get a math. He's like, from start, like from not from like putting the D loop on, putting the peep in, none of that stuff. Like, I, like the actual, like your my first shot through paper. Once, if you put a timer on me f- from my sh- first shot through paper, um, I can usually get it done in like 15, 20 minutes maximum. And the first lift that I had, it took me like an hour, or an hour and like 10 minutes because, mm-hmm. um, what I'm noticing is that the, if you, if you look at these new lifts, it's pretty wild. The limb system is like, it's it's unbelievable. Grab, grab like, it, it's like the way that they have these things to overpass parallel. To show the cam um, and how short they are. Go, them them go limbs down, are, go down tiny. a little bit, Kev. Go down. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I was gonna say, Jared. Is if you look at the if you look at the end of the limb, the tip of the limb. It is really, really thin. And I mean like really thin. Really. And so what they did is they attached a machine to that little uh, a piece of machine aluminum piece. Yeah. to the um to that limb. So it probably just adds strength to it. Yeah. And 
I'm not here to say that Matthews like doesn't know what they're doing. Like this is this is fine. Like the, obviously the engineers they're they're, they're like the number one low right now for right. a reason. And so, but anyways, uh, I noticed that the, the with the limbs getting so thin towards the tips, there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more uh, play. I don't know how to say not this? Really like play, but not not play, but like the like when you you have less tolerance. So, no, that's not it either. It's like when you shim the cams from one side of the limb to the other, it's like the limb gives more. So like, so like I had a guy and he had like a half inch, he had like a half inch left hair. Okay. I have worked on hundreds of Matthews bows. I tuned, I've, I'm not kidding. I've tuned hundreds of Matthews bows. I did the standard movement for the cams. Okay. That I thought would be like, this should fix the tear. It made him have a two-inch right tear. <laughs> and I was, I started sweating. I'm like, oh no, like, <laughs> oh no. Is, I was like, oh no. This 45 minutes standard. Yeah, standard yeah. tune just turned to three hours. It, and I, he was literally here for like two and a half hours, and so. <clears throat> so what, what did I you end up about, doing? Yeah, yeah, go into it. I just guessed. So I just ended up guessing on where to put his cams, and I just got a money bullet hole and i just say <laughs> thank you god thank you lord you didn't uh send him on his merry way you didn't and twist he the, saw the you didn't twist the cables at all or anything played with it where the top hats were sitting gotcha. and so what i found is that they from so far i've only done one um <laughs> kevin I, you need to get over there and i'm going up his number numbers two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go two, take yours over so. before i take mine <laughs> <laughs> and so um yeah, so what I noticed is there's a, there's a middle set of top hats, and I think that the lift likes to be only mess with those middle middle set of top hats. And what I mean is, like, um, I believe that the spacing between the top hats is 0.175. So the middle top hat set is a 100 and a 75. That makes 0.175. And it seems to, from the bow that I worked on, it seemed to like it. And... You know, I had the I had the upgraded two hundred dollars Matthews fingers for the for the, um, the last press. chance presses. Yeah. I'm very glad I got that. Um, you know, these bows are like they're not cheap. Like these bows are like fourteen hundred dollars now. Mm -hmm. So yep. you know, I want to make sure that I had the best you know the best equipment possible. So I got that. Um, and then um, I also noticed um, beforehand before with Matthews, you know, I could take. I could put even pressure on the limbs of a Matthews, and then when I pressed it, I could just I could just take out the um, the axle pin screw, and I could just tap out the axle pin, and then I could just tap it right back in when I was done. I don't know what's going on with this lift, but like when I take the axle pin out, the limbs like they don't stay lined up, and so like they separate too much to where I can't put the axle pin back through the through the limbs. So what happened was I had to, so what I had to do was I had to press his bow. I had to unpress his bow all the way, put the axle pin back through. So the limbs had enough relaxation where I could manipulate them and put the axle pin back through. So I had to unpress his bow like four times. Yeah. So beforehand I could just press it, pop him out, pop back in, boom, pull, shoot the paper. Now I'm like de-assembling the bow. So it's just a new ant. Like it's just a different animal mm, than yeah. what we've ever dealt with in the past. Did so, you? Because you and I talked about this a little bit on the phone. Did you call an engineer by chance? 
Nope. I haven't had time. Gotcha. No. I figured. Yeah, so, but... and honestly, Matthews in the past has been like, you need to take the boat apart. You don't, you shouldn't, you know, to that, you know, I think what they say just uh, cover their butts is that you're supposed to take the bow out of the press to change top hats. Nobody's got time for that. Like if I had to take the bow all the way out of the press, like in the past, yeah, like I would, you'd be here for six hours trying yeah. for me trying to get your bow. I'd be sweating. It would be, <laughs> it would be bad. Like I would just be down here profusely sweating and scared that I made the wrong move and it's going to take out 25 minutes to change your at you know top hats. So. Yeah. So, anyways, it'd be um, less desirable Cromer basement experience. <laughs> hey, maybe yeah. more desirable for some people. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Let me know if you, before you come over if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> you can run some laps. Yeah, Cromer will have yeah. an extra extra charge no, for that. I'll, yeah, I'll be you'll be getting rescheduled for <laughs> later on. So I'll make sure my. Wife and kid is not home, so it's fine. <laughs> but it's so, and I, if you just listened to that, you freaked out. Don't. That's not, I didn't mean if I scared anybody. I, maybe there's didn't just scare me. I ain't working bow. on it. <laughs> yeah, true that. I'm not talking about you guys. You guys just watch me do it. But if, like, you have a, you know, if you just got a lift and you're going to work on it yourself, just take your time with it. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not trying yeah. to scare you. Mm-hmm. Um, just take your time with it and, you know, just, slow be slow and it you know if you notice that something's wrong <laughs> evaluate the, if, yeah. if something is stop. wrong it, it, and then yes stop <laughs> evaluate the situation you know what you gotta do is it for this to be safe in the next 15 seconds call cromer and <laughs> yeah hopefully you probably won't, i probably won't answer but you can leave me a voicemail <laughs> And then the voicemail goes, pop, snap, crack. <laughs> sounds like a gunshot going off in the background. So, but anyways, yeah, Kevin, that's that's what I was talking about the other day when cool. I worked on that lift. And I think I learned a lot. It was, you know, that was the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the bow's, I mean, the bow's great. I mean, the bow's going to be, yeah. it's, uh, and we've talked about this in the past, that bow, they can't, uh, what are people saying? They're not going to get it till like August. August. Yeah, August now. August. Like and that's that and that's what Matthew's insane. and I was just telling Kev I think off air maybe Jared off air maybe the last podcast we doing <laughs> it was in the last podcast it was yeah yeah last podcast you kind um, of pooed on Matthews for well, a second <laughs> it's the truth though like I've ordered a few bows through Matthews and like they always tell you like oh it'll be here in May for example and say it's four months from when you ordered it it's never four months it's always five or six months like add. Add time to what you think it'll be. Add another month to what you think it'll be, and that's when it'll show up. It's just because of the high demand. And mm-hmm. if they're telling you August, like, whew, it wouldn't surprise me if you don't see your bow till September, October, honestly. It would not surprise mm-hmm. me. And the new bows come out in November. It's yeah. like getting a snow goose mounted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm getting at is, like, these dealers have them in stock. For anybody yeah, listening, yeah. One. For anybody like, listening, nah. the only reason why ours are taking so long is because I'm an idiot and wanted a custom bow. <laughs> ours, <laughs> Matthews, because <laughs> Cromer or Kev's already got his over I, here about yeah. half set up. Yeah, if you go to a shop, you can just pick one off the shelf and grab it. So. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. by custom, it's like the custom color combos, or like yeah, the, I think the fade is taking probably a little bit longer. Yeah, that the type fade of riser or the different colored uh, limbs to riser. So. Yeah, that type. Go of shoot. Stuff. Hey, go shoot a darton. 
Go get to check out a dart. That's all <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Out of boy Chrome. Go check out a dart. Shout out dart. That sequel. That sequel thirty three is a good looking bow. I would. I would think you should go check that one out. I tried too, convincing so. Cromer to get in a hunting bow, but he said no. <laughs> yeah. I've got a. I had a rest. I had a rest it in the premiere. That I need to pay for. So. <laughs> guess you got a. Guess you got a rest instead. <laughs> Which. It's crazy expensive. These and these and that's you know this sucks how expensive this stuff is getting, but yeah. it is the most. It's the most uh, accurate, detailed, like high quality stuff now. Like right precision. now, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like everything's turned into a Lamborghini for archery. It's like how precise things are and how mm-hmm. yeah how like how these things work. It's just they're everybody's maxing out te- the technology that we have, and it's yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. So. That's, I mean, we're well, almost in an hour. Everybody's I yawning, call, you know, so I yeah, say sorry. we call it. We I just, ramble. We've <laughs> been podcasting for the last couple hours, but... Let's get our questions in. Kevin's got a question, and uh, I think we'll wrap it up. Do we want to play yeah. all four? So this individual sent us four questions. I say just play them all. Okay. So his name is Corbin Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have it turned up loud enough where everybody can hear. I just got to know. How many high fence hunts do you guys go on every year? <laughs> Just keep playing them all, and then we'll answer, answer them separate. Or should okay. we answer no, them all by we'll, one? We'll do answer one by one. So I typically go on uh, three to four, but I always cut a big hole in the fence, so it's free range then. At yeah, the yeah, point. yeah. So it's just <laughs> yeah, it's fair right. game then. As long yeah. as they can <laughs> escape somehow, it's 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 free game. Yeah, and know? I try to do it the night before. Yeah, yeah. So they so they don't know it's there. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. <laughs> Uh, no, I wish. I wish it'd be make life a little easier. So you go on an Audad hunt for an eight hundred pounder. Yeah, high fence. <laughs> I wonder how that went with that old boy. Hey, if you're listening to this, tell us how that went. Yeah, for real. Because what I, was his name? How oh, I feel bad. <laughs> we can look. Jared will look it up. Jared'll look it up. Like that. So here's question number two. So out of everybody in the group, who is the worst archery shot? Hundred percent, Cromer. Absolutely. Why do you guys think I don't hunt? This is all for fun and games. Love you, Kev. Aww. <laughs> this is the part where you say "love you too." Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more. Um, do you got any intern slots open up for next year? I know a guy that might want to be. Uh, involved kevin actually said uh corbin he said his couch is available so i'm actually looking at it right now in the basement <laughs> the only problem is we're not as sweaty down here as cromer is in his basement so <laughs> <laughs> did you find that jerry i'm trying to think no no i i apologize to whoever that's re- it that's him that's right him there right there yeah well, yeah, Darren, you need to let us know how your Audet hunt went. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's him, that's him. Yeah, let us know how it went with uh, yeah, how big was it? your 800-pound Audet that weighs he shot a small. He shot a small 600-pounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. Hey, thanks for, thanks for making us laugh, Corbin. We appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before we wrap this up, um, honestly, if you guys – the funny ones are good too. Like if you want to, you know, send in a, a funny voice message on Instagram, we'll we'll play it live. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, hunting related, spiritually, you know, we'll answer them all. Next week we've got a little bit more in depth question. 
from one of our good buddies that we wanted to save uh, to kind of answer it more in depth. Yep. And uh, we'll we'll play that next week. Mm-hmm. But if if anybody else has got them, send them our way. Absolutely. Yeah, they're fun. Yep. Cromer, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for zooming me in. Hey, why don't you Appreciate plug it. yourself one more time before we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, if you want to see my website, 3axd.com. Uh, Third Axis Designs on Instagram, Facebook, Z Chromes for Instagram, my personal, and then Zach Cromer on Facebook. Yeah, and, and not to pump them up too much, guys, but seriously... I don't know anybody that's gone to you and had anything bad to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, everybody's always got something good to say. I and, got, I got some bad things. And, well, I'm sure, I'm sure you do, but those don't count. Yeah, I bet Matt does. But we've <laughs> got some the, has nothing to do with the bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got some guys, uh, pretty making some substantial drives yeah. to have Cromer work on their bows. So like hours and hours yeah, yeah. which so, is so cool it's very cool appreciate you guys making the trip yeah, yeah. and we'll make for it sure. worth your while we'll go shed hunting buy you dinner and go have fun yeah yeah and and also to that we appreciate everything you do chromes you do good yeah you do good yeah. you hook us up honest to god cromer you know like jared said we're not here to you know make you you know we're not bragging too much but like honestly we appreciate what you do yeah. for us because you know, Cromer does all of our stuff for free. I you know all we do is kind of pat him on the back, give him a, you know, a hug here or there. But you know, we move, <laughs> move out dead washers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Help me carry heavy washing machines. We move that washer out of Cromer's basement. He's like, "Yeah, this will pay for your next couple boat tunes." <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy, man. You know, I'd have been there if I wasn't sick. <laughs> yeah, you were dying. I probably just had your. Your butt over here by yourself and make you do all the work. I just watched. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted. I would have got. I would have got you guys all sick. I'd have felt terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. You were dying. It is good. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Yeah, boys. Wrap her up, Kev. Thanks for listening again, everybody, and uh, remember to join us on the next one and make sure to hit that five star review. Write us something if you feel the need to. We really appreciate that, but. Remember, doesn't matter what you've done in the past, you can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace. <laughs>